0: Woman Elise Stefanik and I am honored to represent New York's twenty-first congressional district, the cradle of the American Revolution. It's where almost 250 years ago, brave patriots fought in the battles of Saratoga to turn the tide of the Revolutionary War. It's where 40 years ago, in Lake Placid, a team of amateur hockey players out-hustled, out-skated, and defeated the Soviet Union, stunning the world and giving us the unforgettable miracle on ice.
1: And with that, at the Republican National Convention on August 26, 2020, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik continued in a long line of politicians who have celebrated the U.S. hockey team's success at the 1980 Winter Olympics. Congresswoman Stefanik has a direct link to those games. As she indicated, she represents Lake Placid in New York, where the 1980 Winter Olympics were held. Politicians over the years have included the 1980 Olympic team, the Miracle on Ice, in their pro-America language, and for good reason— Few moments in sports history have excited and unified the nation and been embraced by politicians, like what happened in 1980. In this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, as the Winter Olympics are being played in China, we'll revisit the 1980 Lake Placid Games, when America's men's ice hockey team beat the Soviets and then won the gold, supplying an emotional boost to Americans and a rousing rhetorical device to politicians they still use today. If you don't know this story or need a refresher, we'll give you the history. But let politicians in both parties do the talking. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We promise you'll hear from other politicians. But first, here's another time Congresswoman Stefanik discussed the 1980 Olympic hockey team. February 24th, 2015, on the House floor. And it's good for setting the scene.
0: Do you believe in miracles? These were the iconic words uttered by legendary sportscaster Al Michaels with just three seconds left in the historic match between Team USA and the Soviet national hockey teams in the 1980 Winter Olympics in Lake Placid. With the eyes of the world on the Lake Placid Games, through sheer grit and determination, an amateur Team USA proudly did what many thought would be impossible by defeating the favored Soviet team. Decades of Cold War politics made this event more than just an ordinary hockey game. And for many, it was one more proud reminder of what a determined and united America can accomplish.
1: Kirsten Gillibrand is now a Democratic senator from New York. But before joining the Senate, she was in the House. And her district then included Lake Placid, just like Congresswoman Stefanik's does now. On July 23rd, 2007... Congresswoman Gillibrand spoke about Lake Placid on the House floor and added more Olympic history.
2: This year marks the 75th anniversary of the 1932 Olympic Games and the beginning of Lake Placid's storied history in America's hearts and minds. In the midst of the worldwide depression, 252 athletes from 17 countries participated in the 1932 Winter Olympic Games held at Lake Placid. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, whose home was just a few hours south of Lake Placid in Dutchess County, officially opened the third ever Winter Olympic Games and the first one ever held in the Western Hemisphere. Despite fierce competition from around the world, Lake Placid was chosen again to host the Winter Olympic Games 48 years later in 1980. This time, 1,072 athletes from 37 nations participated in the Games, and the question, Do You Believe in Miracles?, forever became ingrained in America's consciousness. The America's hockey team's victory over the Soviet Union permanently linked Lake Placid with one of the greatest triumphs and prideful moments in America's sports history with the miracle on ice.
1: New York Democratic Congresswoman Gillibrand was joined on the floor by another member of Congress, a Republican. You know him now as a former vice president, but on that day in July 2007, Mike Pence was still a congressman from Indiana.
3: Mr. Speaker, for close to a century, Lake Placid has been central to America's participation and achievements in international sports. It's the only site in North America to have hosted more than one Winter Olympics, both in 1932 and in 1980. Moreover, in 1980, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, it was the site of one of America's greatest sporting moments when the U.S. national hockey team defeated the heavily favored Soviet Union. Uh, And uh, Walt Disney Films recently created an extraordinary uh, motion picture, remembering that miracle on ice. It was not only a victory for one hockey team over another, but for millions it symbolized the triumph of freedom over tyranny, uh, and, and seemed to, to be a part of setting into motion in 1980 what we would see with the collapse of Soviet communism in 1991. It foreshadowed that. Um, and so in a very real place, a uh, very real sense, Lake Placid is important uh, in the history of freedom as well as the history of sport. Indeed, uh, countless Americans actually remember where we were in that uh, glorious moment.
1: These days, former Vice President Mike Pence and former President Donald Trump may not see eye to eye on everything, but something they have in common, cheering the 1980 hockey gold. Here's Donald Trump at a campaign rally in Las Vegas on February 21st, 2020.
4: But we have some very special people and we celebrate one of the greatest moments in the history of sports. Some people say it was the single greatest moment in the history of sports. It was called... The Miracle on Ice. Do you remember that? That was when the Russians had a team assembled that was probably, they say, maybe the greatest team ever assembled. They were unbelievable. And, you know, our guys played a practice game with them. Was it like a couple of weeks before? And I hate to tell you, the score was 10 to 3 and the USA was not on top. And this team was an incredible team, and they went in, and it was amazing. But tomorrow marks the 40 years since the United States men's hockey team defeated then-Soviet Union team in the 1980 Olympics. Incredible. That was incredible. Most of you remember that. I'm looking at it. We got a lot of young ones, but we got a lot of people that remember that. A lot of people. And by the way, we got the Olympics coming back, coming to Los Angeles. Thank you. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you very much. Thank you, President Trump.
1: At the Las Vegas event, President Trump was joined on stage by members of the team who just happened to be in town, including Captain Mike Aruzioni. Just...
5: Welcome, everybody. It's ironic we happen to be here uh, to celebrate our 40th anniversary. The Vegas Knights flew the whole team out to honor us tonight and for the weekend. And we, we, we obviously thank the people of Las Vegas for having us here. And we're looking forward to celebrating a special time. And it's a great honor for the president to invite us to be part of this event as well. So, Vegas, thanks for having us.
1: That wasn't Micah Ruzzioni's first time addressing a Republican gathering. On August 30th, 2012... Mitt Romney, another Republican who doesn't see eye to eye with Donald Trump, gave his acceptance speech at the Republican National Convention. About an hour earlier, Mike Ruzzioni spoke to the convention. He cited Romney's role in organizing the 2002 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City.
5: I was fortunate to compete in the Olympics as captain of the 1980 U.S. Miracle on Ice hockey team. Thank you. And that team team was proud and honored to light the cauldron for the 2002 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City. That action of passing along the flame of the Olympic spirit symbolizes something grander than all of us. It is the single greatest movement that brings all humans across the world together. We are all fortunate that Mitt Romney kept that fire burning. As a result of the 2002 Olympics, I had the opportunity to get to know Mitt and Ann Romney and to see what they have accomplished. Mitt is a brilliant leader who was committed to the highest ideals and he is a wonderful and caring family man. Just like the Olympics needed Mitt's leadership 10 years ago, America desperately needs Mitt Romney's leadership today. Please join me in making him the next president of the United States. Thank you.
1: And just so you don't think only Republicans and New Yorkers talk about the miracle on ice, let's end with a Democrat from Minnesota. Here's former Senator Al Franken, March 1st, 2010, talking on the Senate floor during the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver, 30 years after the miracle on ice a year the U.S. men's Olympic hockey team didn't win the gold, but the silver. 50 years
6: ago this month, a group of athletes gathered in Squaw Valley, California for the Winter Olympics. Uh, Part of the U.S. contingent, the 1960 men's ice hockey team unexpectedly surprised the world and brought home the Olympic gold medal by defeating the Soviet Union, Czechoslovakia, and Canada. Of these 17 remarkable men, eight were from my home state, the great state of Minnesota. As anyone could see from watching this year's games, this outsized contribution from Minnesotans continues to this day. Twenty years after this forgotten miracle, Team USA again shocked the world by miraculously defeating Finland and the vaunted Soviet Union to again win the gold medal. 13 Minnesotans played for the 1980 Miracle on Ice team, and the 14th was their coach. This year's Olympic men's ice hockey team was considered by many not to have a chance for a medal. They were too young, too inexperienced, they hadn't played together before. And the U.S. men hadn't defeated Canada in the Olympics in in 50 years. Yet a week ago, despite being the underdog, Team USA upset the favored Canadians in their own arena. After defeating Switzerland and soundly beating Finland in the semifinals, Team USA played Canada a second time last night for the gold medal. Although we fell behind early, Zach Parisi, a prior Lake Minnesota native, tied the game with under a minute to play. Sadly for us, Canada would end up scoring in overtime to win the gold medal. But that cannot take away from what
1: was truly a golden performance by the Americans. Finally, a bonus clip from just last month. He did not play on an Olympic hockey team and therefore never won an Olympic gold medal. But Willie O'Ree did win a gold medal of another sort, a congressional gold medal. Willie O'Ree was the first black player to compete in the National Hockey League Starting in 1958, he played for the Boston Bruins and became known as the Jackie Robinson of hockey. And on January 19, 2022, just before passing the resolution awarding him a Congressional Gold Medal, members of the House took to the floor to recognize Willie O'Ree's extraordinary contributions and commitment to hockey and inclusion. Here's Democratic Congresswoman from Massachusetts I
7: rise in strong support of our bill, the Willie O'Ree Congressional Gold Medal Act, legislation which honors the historic career and life of service of the one and only Willie O'Ree. With today, with today's vote in the People's House, we honor a giant, and it has been an honor to be a steward in this effort. Willie is a trailblazer, an icebreaker, a hero, an activist whose powerful story is unknown to too many. That ends here, today. We change that. 64 years ago, in the midst of the fight to end Jim Crow, Willie O'Ree made history with the Boston Bruins by becoming the first black player to play in the National Hockey League. A descendant of enslaved people who escaped the horrors of slavery through the Underground Railroad, Willie was born and raised in New Brunswick, Canada and was the youngest of 13 children. His love of the game began at the young age of three where he earned his stripes playing alongside his older siblings. Known as the Jackie Robinson of hockey, Willie played 45 games in the NHL and spent more than two decades playing professional hockey all while hiding the fact that he was nearly completely blind in one eye. Willie O'Ree was a young and fast left-winger. But he could not outskate the racist backlash in response to his desegregating the National Hockey League. As the sole black player in the NHL at the time, Willie endured relentless bigotry, racism, discrimination, and even violence from fans and players, both on and off the ice. And despite it all, Willie embodied resilience, grace, dignity, and never gave up on the determination to live out his dream.
1: A congressional gold medal for the first black hockey player in the NHL. Yes, another miracle on ice. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, a reminder that you could do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. So, do you believe in miracles? You will after you experience the free online searchable and clippable C-SPAN video library. Thanks for listening and happy searching.